When I think about the future of health, I look at how COVID sort of de- deconstructed the power structure of information from taking it away from news media, taking away from big pharma healthcare companies because certain communities, in particular communities of colors, did not respond. They're like, we understand this is a machine in a business. We don't necessarily trust how we think it's rigged. And people yeah. defected like, hey, I'm not, I'm not getting a shot, I'm not getting a booster, we don't know about this stuff, I hadn't been tested. And it was one of those instances where word of mouth really reigned supreme. Everyone asked, you got it, how did you feel? How has it been? Do you feel safer? Da, da, da. It was all about consumer to consumer, peer to peer sort of sentiment uh, as it pertains to efficacy of the product. Like, does it work? What? How does it allow you to move about? How does it sort of reactivate your level of mobility versus feeling like you were you were previously constrained? You're no longer in the guise of a media machine, whether it's coming off Fox News, CBS, ABC, or even CNN, who is the, you know, look, I'm obviously within proximity of John Hopkins, which is a thought leader, you know, Fauci is 20 minutes away. So you would think I'm in this this bubble where there's a lot of intelligence and it has everything to do with why people in the DMV were more compliant, probably than most areas in the country, or at least the mid-Atlantic region. But what it proved is that the future of healthcare won't be dictated by the institutions. It's really gonna be dictated by people. So to me, in particular, for for CBD, you know, TC, just the cannabis movement, there's an opportunity to harness a consumer movement that says, look, regulatory sort of be damned, uh, big pharma and their agenda and lobbying and controlling and putting us all on pills sort of be damned. We're going to actually figure this out by being highly networked individuals now to overly socialize the benefits of different forms of variants of this, of, you know, of of you know CBD or you know cannabis, how I was going to refer to in terms of a treatment center. That's what it is. It's almost like a, your own personalized treatment center. We're we're now moving into the notion of our own personalized medicine. Like, look, I'm gonna do what works for me. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing what's being advertised on TV. I'm not doing what the news says. Essentially, I'm, I have a network of people that I trust who maybe have similar ethnic backgrounds, similar ailments, where they're dealing with you know diabetes, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, anxiety, sleep apnea, what have you, see what works for them, try a bit of their solution, and then start to create essentially, you know, what, what looks like to be an individualized solution, sort of under the radar, like I may have a conversation with my practitioner, may not, it doesn't matter. And I think that was probably what was most scary for all the institutions is they couldn't control the outcomes based upon their desire. If they wanted to pump the system and make money off of the pandemic, they couldn't do it at the scale and clip that they wanted to because they realized they didn't have power to merchandise the narrative past what a 60% US penetration of getting vaccinated. That was really a testing model for the future of health. So if you're in any other category and you're not gonna capitalize and harness that consumer, the consumer, the voice of the consumer, because you know, as I tell people, only consumer gets to win. Now you actually have a shot at winning and not worrying about who previously had regulatory constraints on outcomes in your, your your business trajectory. I mean, that's essentially just profound. I think that's the biggest thing, you know, when I look at what you're trying to do as, a, as an operation that's going to be the most positive is you have the opportunity to harness the driver's seat like like never before. 